Okay, so we are at the top of the page on Samach Zayinam and Aleph. Third line down, Amar Lei Rav Huna Rav Yeshua So now, in response to Rav's statement that he just said, so Rav Huna Breit Rav Yeshua said to Rav, V'chi shachach echon min apnimis yirev, if somebody from the inner courtyard forgot and did not participate in the Erev, why would they both be prohibited? Let him just be to the rest of the people in the inner courtyard. And then the person from the outer courtyard would also be permitted in it. So who is it going like? That's true if you're mevatel rishos to one of the people, as we learned, there is an opinion like that. Rabbi Yezer says it's good enough to be mevatel rishos to an individual. Ki kamina l'rabbanan. I, who said that it's a problem, this is Rabbi talking, responding to Rav Huna Yeshua. I'm going like the rabbi's opinion. When you're mevatel rishos, you have to be mevatel rishos to every member of the Eruv. Now, I, I can be mevatel to, to the members of the Eruv that live in the inner courtyard, but I cannot be mevatel to the members of the Eruv that are from the outer courtyard. And that's why it's no good. You're right. According to Rebbe Lazar, said, uh, Rebbe Lezer, that would be an idea that would work. And that's the story, and that's the end of that topic. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Relinquish means... Basically, every person who lives in a courtyard has legal rights for use of that courtyard. Okay? That's, no, it's, it's, com- it's called a common area. Meaning, because, like, let's say, you know... No, 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 no. I'm giving an example of, let's say, we have a, a few houses in a small... And we share a yard together. The few houses have a common yard. It's called common ground. Have you ever seen something like that? There's a house. I have a house. You have a house? Huh? Townhouses. Right, there's townhouses. A bunch of townhouses. And then there's like a yard where everybody can, you know, there's picnic tables and there's things. And we all share it. Or a parking lot. We all share it. You understand? That's called common ground. That's what we're referring to in a chatzah, as a chatzah. And what we're saying is, is that if we make an Eruv, then we're allowed to carry from our houses to the Chatzar. That because Chatzar is considered, the rabbis consider it closer to a public domain, even though it's not public, it's privately owned by the, by the group, right? We oh, It's private property. A stranger comes in, we can say, get out, right? But commonly owned by the group, by the people who have houses in this Chatzar, in this courtyard, um, um, it's, it's like more public than our house, and that's why we have to make an Erev. So that's what we do, we make an Erev. It's an enclosed area, and we made an Erev. That's if we made an Erev. Now, what if somebody didn't participate in the Erev by mistake? That's when we need another option, and that's called Bittol. Bittol means relinquishing their rights. They make a statement, a proclamation, that they're saying that even though I know I own, I own, just like you do, rights to carry in this courtyard, I'm relinquishing my rights for the Shabbos to you. And now I don't have the rights. And now I cannot carry from my house into the courtyard for the Shabbos. 
By doing so, so then basically the person who didn't participate in the Eruv is not part of the group anymore. Now we have 100% participation. You understand? That's the idea. That's the idea of Bittu Rishos. The, the, that's the concept of relinquishing rights. You understand? That's the concept. And that's, what's, and that's, what, that's the alternative if they forgot to make an error of somebody forgot to participate, they do it's bitol. Now, according to the Chachamim, it's not good enough that I went to one person in the group and said, I'm Mavatu Rishos to you. I have to be Mavatu Rishos to every other member of the courtyard. That's the sheet of the Chachamim, and that's the issue over here. Okay. Moving right along. Rav Chizdov, Rav Sheshes. A very fascinating account here. Rav Chizda and Rav Sheshes, Kipagi Badodi, when they would meet up with each other, so Rav Chizda Marta'on would his lips would be trembling, okay? He was afraid that he was meeting Rav Sheshes, and his lips would be trembling. Rav Sheshes had a masterful knowledge of all the Mishnayas, he knew it. He knew all his Mishnayos about Peh, and he was and Brisos as well. And he was afraid that he would ask him a question of a contradiction between one mission and another that he's not familiar with, and he wouldn't know the answer to. That's what Rav Chizda was scared when he met up with Rav Sheshes. For Rav Sheshes, Marta Kula Gufe, his whole body would be trembling. Mipilpule de Rav Chizda, because Rav Chizda was such a deep thinker, and he had a tremendous uh, analysis, and he was afraid of his sharp questioning that be asking a deep question that he would not have an answer to. So uh, they're greeting each other, and they're both trembling, okay? So when they met up, Rav Chizda asked Rav Sheshes a question. Okay? Shnei you have two houses. Mishnei on two sides of Rishus Rabbim. So you have the thoroughfare, the the main, the main uh, drag of the of the of the town that goes right through it, and there's two houses on the both sides of the town. Obo Nachrin came along Gentiles and they decided to basically just excise the area, make a make a fence around the two houses from both sides, so now they're fully encircled by a fence. So it privatized the area. Okay? It's no longer Rishas Aram anymore because it's surrounded by a mechitza. And they did it on Shabbos. Is there an option of doing bitul? Obviously, they couldn't have made an error from before Shabbos because it's Rishas Aram. But now that it's Shabbos, can I just be mevatul Rishas and then, all of a sudden, we'd be allowed to carry, you'd be allowed to carry here. That's the question. If you're going with the opinion that there's no such thing as from courtyard to courtyard, which is what Shmuel says, and uh, that, uh, then, the question doesn't even get to first base. Now, the even where there was an option of making an Erev, they weren't allowed to make an air of mechatzer lechatzer. Amre, uh, they weren't allowed to be mevatu rishos because you can't be mevatu rishos from chatzer lechatzer. So if then it's still amret in bitul rishos mechatzer lechatzer, you can't make a bitul rishos from courtyard to courtyard. Here it's even worse than that because there was no option of making an air from before Shabbos. 
Lokoskin, surely, of course, they're not going to be able to, because these were two standalone chatzeros that don't have connections to each other. No way that they would be able to be mavata. That's for sure. My question to you is in the opposing opinion, Rabbi Yochanan, who says you could be mavata rishos mechatzel lechatzel. What's the deal now? Maybe that was only over there. You, you did at least, even though they weren't oser on each other, the two chatzeros, but they did have a potential of making an Arab before Shabbos. So maybe only over there, the Iboli, Ruvah, they wanted to make an Arab before Shabbos, they could have, that's why they're able to do Bittol. But over here, where they couldn't make an Arab before Shabbos, because it wasn't an enclosure even, or maybe not. That was not. That was the question that Rav Chizda asked Rav Sheshes. ein Rav Sheshes had the answer on the spot. You cannot do a bittel because even the opinion of Rabbi Yochanan who says you could do a bittel mechatzer That's because before Shabbos you had at least the possibility of doing an eruv. You had one of the two. They weren't either. They were oser or mevatel. Here, they did nothing. There was no. They weren't oser on each other. There was no eruv to each other. There was. Uh, there was oserin and marvin. There are two factors. You need, according to Shmuel, you need both. Here, you don't need. You you need at least one of the two. Okay. What about this case? Case second question. Rabbi Chizda's asking Rabbi Sheshes. Meis We have a chazer. I'm in the chazer. Lives a gentile. As we know, the Gentile needs to be dealt with. But he died on Shabbos. According to the opinion that says, as we know, Rabbi Yochanan said, you can even be Sochar Rishos on Shabbos. That was Rabbi Yochanan Chita. So if you hold like Rabbi Yochanan who says that you can be Sochar Rishos on Shabbos, that's even better. This is even better than that. Because if I can first be Sochar on Shabbos, and then be mavatu shos on Shabbos. So chadamibay over here. All I need to do is a bit of, okay. So maybe that's better. According to the opinion that says that you're not allowed to be socher on Shabbos, okay. From the Gentile, I can't wake up on Shabbos and rent and rent rights on Shabbos. I have to do it before Shabbos. My question, the quest, my question to you is: This is Rav Chiz, the Eskim Rav Sheshes. Maybe it's because it's tartu dulavdin, and maybe it's because you can't do both. I can't do both a socher and mevater, but But one, I'm from here. I only have to do a, a bito because he died. Maybe it's better. Oh, or maybe it's not allowed. Amar So Rav Sheshes gave the answer. Ani omer mevatlin. I say you could. Hamnuna says that you cannot do a bito. You either one, it's still no good. I say no, if as long as you only have to do a bito, that's good enough. So it's machlokas. Okay. And that's the end of their meeting. Okay. Amar of Yehuda, Amar Shmuel. New statement. Of Yehuda says in the name of Shmuel, Nachri sheyeshloi Pesach, Arba al Arba, Pasuach lebika. So you have a Gentile who's part of the, 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 the area, but he has his own private entrance to a bika, to a large, a wide open area. Okay? 
Apilu. What? That it's his private. Only he has. It's like a separate access point to a, to a very large open area. That's only for his house. He also has an entryway to the mavoi with everybody else. But he okay. So again, he has. But he has his own way of taking his animals out into the into the bika. Okay. So this nachrishes lo pesach arbal or ba pesuk lo bika afilu machnisu motzi. Even though he uses the mavoi all day long to bring in his stuff, so he he um, he's using the the, the 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 area that we share all the time to bring in his camels and his wagons all day long. Derech mavoi through the mavoi. Nevertheless, ain't oser mavoi. He still does not create prohibitions to the mavoi. By having him have to participate or have to rent the rishus his rights to the public. Why? My time. What's the reason? The fact is, he has his own access point to get out. He doesn't need the mavoi to get where he needs to go, wherever he wants to go. He has his, and he has a and he has one a doorway that's just for him that he doesn't have to go through with everybody else. So therefore. Um, it, it's like he's like a standalone, and the, his connection to the mavoi, although he uses it, is not. We don't have to deal with him as as a member of the mavoi, um, and have to rent the rights and the rishus from him. Okay, that's the difference. Okay, because he prefers his own. Now, so the question is raised: What if it's open up to the karfif? It's not open up to. A huge valley that's really large, but it's a carf of a yard. He has his own access to his own private yard. Amar Amar of Nachman Barami Mishmeitu Ulpana. So Rav Nachman Barami said in the name of Ulpana. Rashi explains that Ulpana means it, he has a tradition going back to his Rebbe and to his Rebbe before that. He has a you know so he learned it from his from his teacher going back. What is it? Even if it's open to a karfif, that's also big enough. It's also considered more pleasure, more, you know, he would rather go out his own way into the karfif than, go, than have to use the alleyway that everybody else uses. Now, Rabbi Rav Yosef, Rabbi and Rav Yosef, they both said the same thing. Nachri, by a Gentile, Beisosayim, Oser. If it's the size of a base society, which we know is uh, right, 100 by 50, 100 amas by 50 amas, that's a base society, or that, that, that square footage. Uh, what? That's a, not a gate, that's an area, an enclosure. So, an enclosure of a base society, Oser, that's already small and crowded, and he's and, 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 and he, he still, and that, that will create prohibition, and we need to work with. And he's basically going to prefer the um, of the the mavoi entrance, and therefore he needs to be dealt with. And he is oser. Yosem beisosayim. But if it's a bunch of larger area, bigger than a beisosayim, ain't no oser. Then it doesn't create prohibition. That's what happens by a by by a nachri. For Yisrael, by Yisrael, it's the reverse. 
Beis Asayim, if he has an entrance of the Beis Asayim to himself, ain't no ulcer, then there's no prohibition. Yosem Beis Asayim, but if it's bigger than a Beis Asayim that he has his own access point to, ulcer, then he will create prohibition. Okay? The idea being is that a Gentile is very different than a Jew in this sense, because even though this Jew has an open to a karfif, and, um, and also an opening to the Mavoy, he didn't make a, an Erev to the Mavoy, the Karfif is a base of Siam where you could use that area, because as you know, a Karfif that's base of Siam is, is even without doing anything, you're allowed to carry it. But if it's bigger than a base of Siam, then it's a useless area. So then to him, to a Yisrael, more than a base of Siam is something he'll not be allowed to carry in. If he's not going to be allowed to carry in, then he is answering for everybody else. Um, as opposed to, so it reverses the, the law is switched between, it's worse when it's larger than a big society than when it's smaller. But for the Gentile, who doesn't have to keep Shabbos, you know, he's not allowed to even, so a Gentile, it's the other way around. If it's bigger, the, the bigger the better. The bigger is, that's more use for him. If it's small and narrow, then it's not considered a, a, a good use for him, and therefore he would create prohibition. So the law reverses between a Jew and a Gentile. Okay. So Rabbi Bar Chakloy asked Ravuna a question. This case, right? He's talking about a Gentile that opens up, has a separate entryway to a Karfif, to an enclosed area that's a yard, basically. What we would call basically a yard. This is the rule. If it's only, a, it depends how big it is. If it's up to a base asayim, then it's going to prohibit because he still will, his main access is still the mavoi. If it's more than a base asayim, then he doesn't create prohibition. Amr ulam Rav Yochanan karfiv yosem base asayim shalohu kafladira. We have a, a yard that's bigger than a base asayim, and it's not connected to a house. It's it's just a, a but it's enclosed. It's not hukaf ladira. So that's an area which rabbinically you're not allowed to carry in. Afilu kor v'afilu karayim. Even if it's very large, base asayim is enough for dusa. A kor is 30 sa. So that's a lot bigger, okay? Um, a, 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 a kurayim is 60 sa. That's very, very big, okay? Is our acres and acres, right? So, nevertheless, I feel crime. Hazorik litocho. If it's an enclosed area, and somebody's standing in the public domain, and he throws something into a lar- such a large enclosure, chayiv hazorik litocho chayiv. Somebody throws in it will be chayiv. My time. Why is that? Mechitza. It is a mechitza. Ela shemuchuseres diorin. In other words, a good example of this is somebody owns a ranch. Okay, the ranch is, you know, uh, uh, a ranch that has only thirty acres is considered a tiny ranch. Okay, um, you know, they're very, very large areas, but you have a fence around it completely, and we're talking about where there's no houses in it. It's just a, it's just an open ranch. So the halacha is, is that, is that really you, uh, you have to, you, you, you're not allowed to just carry in that area. The rabbis consider it rabbinically a karmelis. Because it's an, a large area that's enclosed, that's not connected to dwellers. That's considered a, public, a, a private area. And you're not allowed to carry more than Dalaramas inside of it. However, Minat Torah, it's considered Rosh Hashayachid. Because it's private, 
and it's enclosed. That's all the Torah cares about. And therefore, if I'm standing in a Rishus HaRabim and I throw something into that enclosure, this gigantic uh, land that's enclosed, I'm chayim for carrying. I threw something from Rishus HaRabim to Rishus HaYachid. That's the idea. Okay. So now, we have a question. Masav Ravuna, Ravuna, Masav Ravuna Barchiruna, Ravuna Barchiruna raises a question. Sela Shabiyam. You have a, 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 a rock that's in the middle of the sea. Okay? It happens sometimes. It's, a big, it's like a tiny island, basically. That's just like one solid rock. And it's, what are the dimensions? Gavoa Sar, it's 10 Tfachim high above the water level. And Virachav Arba, and it's at least four Tfachim by four Tfachim, which qualifies to make it halachically a Rishos Hayachid. You're not allowed to carry from it to the water, nor from the water to it. Because the water, as we know, we consider halachically a karmelis, which the rabbis say you're not allowed to carry from there to a private domain or from a private domain to there. Okay? What if it's smaller than that? It's less than 10 tvachim high, or it's less than 4 by 4 then you could carry from the sea to it and from it to the sea. Of course, it has to be within four Amis because you're not allowed to carry more than Dalar Amis, but it's not considered crossing over Rishos. Ad Kama, how big can it be? Ad Beisasayim, only up to two saw, not more than two saw. Now, ahai, what are we talking about when we said until how big? Okay? Ilema Seif, if it's going on the Seifa, that when are you allowed to carry from the sea to it and from the, to the sea? If it's less than 10 Tvachim high, how big can it be? If it's less than 10 Tvachim high, it's only Ad Beis Asayim? That doesn't make sense. Beis Asayim, Hudim and Tatalina and Tvelo, I can carry from the sea to it or from it to the sea only when it's the size of a Beis Asayim, not more. I'm carrying from one Carmelist to another Carmelist. It surely should be okay. Okay? As long as it's within Dalaramas, it's no problem. <clears throat> so clearly, we must be, when we're saying how big can it be, only up to a base asayim, a resha, it's going on the, on the resha. Okay? And this is what it's saying. If you have the, uh, the uh, rock in the sea, a, a boulder in the sea, that's ten high. Virok of Dalit and it's four wide. You're not allowed to carry from the sea to it, from it to the sea. Okay. Below okay, Vad Kama, how big can it be? Ad Basasaim, only until Basasaim. What does that imply? If it's more than a Basasaim, Mitatalan, then I could carry from the sea to it and from it to the sea. Why should I be allowed to do that? Even though we consider it a Carmelis. Right? But really, we said, it's, it's high, ten tvachim high, it's an enclosed area. So it's a very large enclosed area, which means a minat Torah, it's really a genuine Rishos How can I carry from a Carmelist to the Rishos It should be Aser. Okay? That's the question. You said that any enclosed area that's fully enclosed, even if it's super large, Right? You said that that's halachically a Rishos HaYachid Minat Torah. 
I mean, on the Torah level, it's considered Rishus Yachid, and therefore I'm chayiv carrying from from the public to it, or from it to the public. Here, if that's the case, then why in this island that's wide, that's bigger than the base of Zayim, I'm, I'm, I am allowed to carry from the sea to it, or from it to the sea. That's carrying into Rishus Yachid min Torah. That's the question. Alma, so Alma Karmelis, we see that it's considered a Karmelis even in the lenient sense. So Tiyof to Rabbi Yochanan, this is a disproof to Rabbi Yochanan's statement before. Alma Rava, so Rava said he did not like the question at all. What kind of thing? You don't even know how to understand the Mishnah and you're starting to ask questions from it? Right, and you're asking a question on from the Mishnah to Rabbi Yechonon. What kind of business? Ha First, learn how to learn. Okay, that's what he's telling him. What do you make a mistake? La It's going on the Reisha. Okay, what's your question? What he was saying is this: Habisocho The implication is you're not allowed to carry from the sea to the the, the to the to the rock or from the rock to the sea. Okay. But what about carrying on the rock in and of itself? You are allowed to carry. How big can the rock be that you're allowed to carry in the whole span of it? Up to a base asylum. If it's more than a base asylum, then you're not allowed to carry on it because it's too big of an area. That's all it's saying. You misunderstood the whole thing. Your diuk was completely an incorrect diuk. That's answer of, uh, that was the, that was Rava's answer. Rav Ashi offers a different answer. Rav Ashi Yamar, it could be going in the Resha. And even if your dig is right, it's not a good question. Why? Because you have to realize the rabbis are talking here and the rabbis are the ones speaking. They made a gzera, and they are the ones who said that we're not making the gzera in this case. They said a karfif that's bigger than a base of Siam, just an enclosure that's not connected to a house, that's very, very large. They said you cannot carry in there, only up to Daladamas, not more than that. They made that gzera. And they said also the other thing, that you can't carry from a private domain to a Carmelist. So here, they have a conflict. They want people, they made both xeris. Remember, when we're carrying from the sea into this island, that's Asr only midrabana. Okay? Even if the island is considered Shusayachid, that's an Isr Darbanan. The Isr to carry in the island that's very big is also an Isr Darbanan. So now they want, they, they are prioritizing one of the xeris over the other xeris. That's not a problem. And it explains why. If it's up to a base of time where I'm allowed to carry anywhere in the island, they said, That's when the rabbi said, We're not going to let you carry from the sea into it or it into the sea because this area is a real in how we're going to let you carry in it because it's less than a base of time or up to a base of time. Okay, my timer, Rishus Yachid Gmuri, because that's a full fledged Rishus Yachid. Yes, there may be a sign, but if it's more than a base of sign, the Asr Litotulu Bekula, which you're not allowed to carry in all of it, we're only letting you carry only Daladamas. They let you carry from the sea to it, or it to the sea. My timer, why? 
Dilma Ami Rishas Yachid Gemuri. We don't want you thinking that it's Rishas Yachid Gemura, that it's a full fledged Rishas Yachid. If we tell you that you cannot carry, that you cannot carry from the sea into it or it into the sea, people say, "Oh, why can't I do that? Must be it's a real Rishas Yachid." If so, I'm going to carry in the whole area, which they want that Xerah to be standing. Now, Mashna, why would that Xerah Mitrabanan? Be a prioritized over the other ones. That's a more common concern. The more common cases people would want to carry within the island than they would to carry from the sea to the island or from the island to the sea. So they have to. They want to pick and choose. They want to say it's more important that people should maintain the the recognition that this area is not a rishus hayachid. And we're not going to let you carry in it more than Daladamas, then the then the issue of carrying from the Carmelis the sea to it or it to the sea. What's the, do you have a question? I do. I'm, I'm being hearing several opinions so far. I wonder if the edge of the island of the natural a natural edge of the water. It's, it's a, a natural bound. It's a natural boundary. Water. Yes. Yes, that's what we said. Yeah, that's considered a wall. It's considered fenced in. So, I don't know what the rabbi, I mean, I got confused with the rabbi's opinion, but can it be considered a natural boundary? That's exactly what we're saying. It's fully enclosed, but a wall is, remember, it's important to understand, having a wall around an area, that's what he's saying, it goes like to a cliff. It ends in a cliff, that's considered a walled-in area. But that alone is not enough to allow you to carry in that area. If it's a very large enclosed area, it's still not allowed to be carried in. That's the, that's the real issue. And the reason why is because it's more than a base assign. If it's more than 100 amas by 50 amas, then it's, it, it, it's, not, it's not automatically allowed to carry in. And people look at it as a big area, and you can't carry more than Dalai Ramas. It's only Asr Midra Banan. Min HaTorah, it's considered Shusayachid already. That's the that's the story. I was thinking more of a plain, no cliff, a, a plain beach. So what's the what's the so it depends on what the drop off is. If there is no drop, uh, then that's the well, then it just continues on. But there's usually at some point a uh, in the, in the ocean it just starts getting I deep. In this, no, I mean when the water comes. So like Galveston has a seawall, so that's a wall. That counts as a, that's a wall. You understand? That's the idea. This is the concept. All right. Let's continue. I want to at least get to the other, the other page. This is a very interesting piece here. New piece, unconnected. There was a baby that needed a bris mila. It's time to do a bris mila, and it was Shabbos bris mila. And there was a problem because the hot water spilled out. They were using, they knew they needed to, care, to clean the baby afterwards to take care. And the, the hot water that they had prepared got you know, spilled on the floor. Now they don't have any more hot water to clean the baby. Clean the baby. And they want to know, can we do the bris or not? So Amr Rabbas, Rabbah told everyone, not a problem. I live in this courtyard. I have a, a hot water prepared in my house. We'll bring the hot water from my house to here. Amr Le'abai said to Rabbi, his Rebbe, 
We don't have an Erev in our neighborhood. Okay, don't worry about the Erev. As you know, the Erev is only for the courtyard. There's a Shitov that's, that's included for the Mavoy. We'll rely on the fact that there's a Shitov for the whole Mavoy, and that's how we'll do it. Well, we don't have a Shitov either. So we don't have an Erev, we don't have a Shitov. Okay, name so we'll get a Gentile, Lacey Lay, and he'll bring the hot water from my house to the baby. That's what Rabbi told Abai. Amr Abai, so Abai said, I have a question, but but there's a din of Rav Yosef that doesn't let me ask a question. Very important principle of when it's appropriate to ask a question before the action or not. Rav Yosef says, Dom Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says, Am Rav Khan in the name of Khan, a very important principle in asking Shilas. When we were in front of Rav Yudah, he told us a very important principle. If there's a question that you have on what the rabbi is doing, that, you, that, you, that to you is a transgression of Torah law, then you ask the question right away. Say, but wait a second, this is an Isra Darais over here. Okay, you ask before they do. Vahadar Abdina Maisa. You ask before the action. However, if your whole concern is in rabbinic, uh, rabbinic nature, that it's at best an Isra Darabanan at stake, then Abdina Maisa, the rabbi said to do it, you do it first, even though you have a question. And then you want to learn why is it allowed or was it allowed? Then you can raise the question afterwards. You understand? Very important principle in general. If you, have a, if you see the rabbi doing something that you are not sure if that's allowed or not allowed, so if it's the Raisa allowed, if, it's, if in your mind he's doing an Isra Da Raisa, speak up and say, Rabbi, why are you allowed to do that? I think that might be an Isra Da Raisa. And uh, and, 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 and before he does it. If, however, at best, what he's doing is something that you think is only rabbinic in nature, then you keep your mouth shut, wait till the action is done, let, them bring the, let the Gentile bring the hot water, and then afterwards, Rebbe, I'm asking, I want to ask you a question about what just happened. Is that allowed, is it, or is it also Midorabanan? You understand? That's the principle. And therefore... So So then what happened? Afterwards, that's when Amrli, uh, so that's when Rabbah said, okay, my boys lois What I know you had a question, you held back from asking, now that the story's done, we did the brismila, mazotov, it's a boy, whatever, we did the brismila, tell me what your question is. Amrli, so he said, Amrli, this is the, my question. Titania, the Brisa says, we know that Hazar, the sprinkling of the, of the ashes of the red heifer to make somebody pure, is an Isser Midrabanan. At best, it's only an Isser And talking to a Gentile to do something to carry is also a Shvos. They're both rabbinically prohibited in nature. And Hazar, that's a Shvos, is not overriding Shabbos, even though I need to do a mitzvah. What's the example? Let's say I'm impure, and my day to purify is Erev, is Erev Pesach, when I need to bring the Korm Pesach. And it's a Shabbos Erev Pesach. Okay? 
and I need that last sprinkling to be able to bring the, the, the Erev Pesach, the carbon Pesach, I am not allowed to get the sprinkling, because that's an Yisra Midarbanan, even though it's B'makom Mitzvah, even though that withholds me from, being, from, from, from performing the Mitzvah. So why were you allowed to tell the guy to bring the water, the hot water, it's also a shvos. It's the same shvos. B'makam mitzvah of midla. Why were you allowed to do that? It, to me, it's the same thing. If Azaz is not allowed, then this also should not be allowed. This is Rabba's, This was a biased question to Rabba. So what's his answer? Right? So, uh, So now Rabba's answer is, V'loishani lach bein shvos des be'maisa don't you realize there's a very big difference between the two shvosim? The shvos over there was an action of actually sprinkling the person. The shvos over here is just talk. You told the Gentile, bring it. That's not really a maisa. Right? Nobody said, go heat up the hot water. He didn't tell the guy to cook the water. He just said, bring the hot water that I have over there to here. That's not the same thing as a shvus of a, of, of a non-action, even though he's carrying, but it's not really a, that's only a shvus on a non-action. That's not called a real action, like cooking, and therefore, that's the difference. And that's the, that's, we'll stop over here. We're going to see there's more questions about this whole story, which is the next question is, is that how can it be Rabbah and Abayah's own neighborhood didn't have an Eruv. What kind of business? All right, we'll stop over here.